amazing that, you know, as the Bible says, he knew us before we were even born and, you know, however many thousands of years ago that was, and he's got this plan for us to, to love us and protect us and eternally to be with him. So I think that's where I'm kind of right now in my journey is just seeing him as, you know, the creator and lover and forgiver. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> I just had to do that. There's nothing like summer and baseball. They just seem to go together. I'm Charles Morris, and so today on the Great Stories podcast, I want to go back to an interview we did five years ago this month. You just heard his voice. Paul Goldschmidt is one of the best baseball players in the game today. In fact, many are saying he's an early favorite for MVP this year, leading the league with batting average, on-base percentage, and slugging percentage as the St. Louis Cardinals' first baseman and he's a four-time gold glover. Goldie, that's what his friends call him, is simply golden. And in just a moment, you'll hear him talk about how he came to know the Lord Jesus personally, as well as the many challenges he faces living for Christ in the public limelight. Now, we did this interview with Paul when he was still with the Arizona Diamondbacks, which at that time had a uniquely high concentration of Christians on their team. So, without further delay, let's play ball. Paul Goldschmidt, welcome back to Haven Today. Thanks for having me, Charles. Let me just go ahead and get started here, because uh, you've got a game to play a little later today. This September, you hit the Big 30. How did you get interested in baseball? Did you dream back as a kid to become a major league baseball player? You know, one of my young earliest memories is uh, growing up and playing Little League. And, you know, I love sports. I was always playing soccer or basketball or whatever. And you know, my dad was a big baseball fan. So he was like, hey, you want to go try out for Little League? And um, you know, I was like, okay, let's see what it was. And I remember coming home from my first practice and just saying, dad, I love baseball. And, uh, you know, it's been my favorite <laughs> sport since. I just, you know, played it growing up. And. You know, I had a dream of becoming a big leaguer like most kids playing Little League, but uh, I know know how realistic that was. And, um, you know, I was sure. just excited to get the opportunity to, to play in high school and then get a college scholarship and then be drafted by the Dimebacks and said, Let's see where this opportunity takes me. And then a couple years later, got the opportunity to get called up and, you know, just uh, really enjoying it every day. And, and like I said, never really, I guess, semi-dream that it would be happening, but uh, I don't know how realistic it was, but just enjoying every minute of – playing baseball as a quote-unquote job well and i've already sent you greetings from my wife and my 95 year old mother-in-law she never misses a game on the radio let's turn to the spiritual because that's what we're about our slogan is all about jesus here at haven today how did the lord awaken you spiritually how did he lead you on the journey where you met jesus yeah i mean i grew up in uh, probably like most people going to church and um, but then as I kind of got older in junior high and high school, uh, you know, decided, uh, or just stopped going, I guess, and, or going that often and, you know, didn't really have a close relationship with Jesus and really got away with just doing my own thing and probably enjoying it, uh, mm -hmm. definitely too much. You know, went high school, college, got away and honestly got to the big leagues and Jesus was, was not a big part, if any part of my life at all, but. You know, through, honestly, our team chaplain, Brian Hommel, and, you know, a lot of my teammates that knew Jesus and um, 
they encourage me and to, to come to our Bible studies and our chapel sessions and prayer sessions, stuff like that, that they were holding, um, in the off season. And my, my wife encouraged me to go to a couple study. And honestly, I didn't really want to go. I was like, man, this isn't for me. And you know, <laughs> I, I guess I'll go just so my wife doesn't get mad. And honestly, over the next year, maybe even two years, just kind of saw, um, you know, learned a lot about Jesus through these other people just watching and not really having much impact through my wife and seeing the way that my teammates treated each other, treated their wives, their kids, the love they had for each other, and then, you know, eventually the love Jesus had for them. So I decided, you know what, I guess I'll learn a little bit more about this Jesus guy and, you know, started reading the Bible and trying to figure it out and luckily had some great mentors and, and people that kind of led me in the right direction. And, you know, over the past few years I've um, tried to dedicate my life to him as much as I can and, you know, unfortunately still making many mistakes along the way daily and, um, but just, you know, really yeah, appreciative of, uh, you know, what Jesus has done and the people he's surrounded me with and allowed me to, you know, be adopted in his family. Mm, 2010. I think that was a special year for you. I think that was the year you married Amy. Um, was she a Christian already then? Yes, she was. And, uh, you know, we got married in church. And I mean, I, like I said, I grew up going to church. It just wasn't a big priority in my life. And, you know, that next year I got called up to the big leagues. And, I mean, this is just the craziest thing ever that um jesus is going to use being a you know major league baseball player to get to know him and uh hopefully glorify him but you know that's what he decided to do and like i said my wife was dragging me these studies i didn't really want to go um but you know i had to be the good husband and go it you know eventually over time realized uh you know it's not something to take lightly no it certainly isn't does anybody call you goldie in your family or is that just your baseball name no that's mostly just baseball you know uh I get you know it's it's at home you're just yeah Paul of then, course okay. Paul and uh, you know it's kind of taking on a thing of its own here in Phoenix and I mean it's a lot easier to say than Goldschmidt but uh, it's definitely uh, you know it's kind of like the determining thing if people if I go by Paul then it's usually you know a close friend or family member if it's Goldie it's usually someone uh, either that I'm playing baseball with or don't know that as well well our executive producer and his son are with you right now in the dugout the Diamondbacks dugout. You have a lot of things in this world around you. You can just look out at, the, at a ballpark and just see that. Some good, a lot of bad out there. But what's different for you now as a follower of Jesus? Um, I think it's probably just where my focus is. And like I said, I'm messing up all the time. One of my biggest things I'm battling and praying about now is just, you know, trying not to get sucked into, you know, what the world says success is or what fame is or, or riches and stuff mm -hmm. like that and mm -hmm. you know trying to break habits because 25 plus years didn't know jesus and anything that he might want from me so just trying to you know stay grounded in the word and stuff like that and like i said i'm messing up all the time but um i think that's you know just kind of my priorities in life have just you know flipped and and, and changed in that way um and and hopefully we'll mm -hmm. continue to do that one of the things most people don't maybe know about is that there are a lot of ball teams that have Bible studies, including the Diamondbacks. Some of you guys uh, on your team, in fact, you you study the Word together, don't you? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier when I said how I kind of came to know Jesus is the guys were inviting me to Bible studies. So we'll do them sometimes uh, at the field, sometimes at the hotel, sometimes other locations, coffee shops, and, you know, be whatever group of believers we have, whatever guys can make it. And um, get together, study the word, and we've had guys lead them. We've had, you know, pastors come in and lead and giving guys an opportunity to do it on their own. So it's been really great. We take, um, 
we love doing it. It's brought us all closer together and, you know, just try to have our own little church family here um, within our ball club, especially because, you know, during the season, it's it's tough to get to, you know, the traditional church on Sunday or, or sure, you know, our schedules sure. are so different. We're traveling. So it's 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 huge to have that support group around us. Well, we've we've talked about what Jesus is to you, but how do you share your faith? I mean, you're a famous baseball player. I know I said you're an, uh, you're sometimes described as one of the most underrated players in baseball, but uh, you got a lot of fans. How do you find opportunities to share your faith in Jesus? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm still trying to figure it out. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm still really young in my faith. And so I think like the first few years would, you know, really knowing Jesus and trying to figure out what that meant was definitely exploring. And as bad as it sounds, probably not comfortable sharing my faith, which um, now mm-hmm. is, is, mm-hmm. is not the same, but you know, I think on the public level is I'm not hiding anything, but you know, I think for me, the approach is, uh, you know, if I find someone and, and they're asking questions about, you know, where my faith is or about Jesus, I'll share what I know, um, as little or as much as I can and just kind of see where that goes. And I mean, I believe he wants us to, to share about him and share what he's done in my life and others, uh, other lives. And, um, so if I get that opportunity, definitely trying to take it and, you know, not shy away from it. But unfortunately, like I said, there's still times that for whatever reason, probably cause I'm, uh, just get sucked into, uh, you know, how the world can be at sometimes not feeling comfortable and, and keeping it personal and, and not sharing as much as I would like, but that's definitely mm-hmm. something I'm, I'm working on and would like to do a better job of. And somebody told me, One of the chaplains, good friend of yours, told me that you have a special place in your heart for the book of Romans. You've been studying Romans especially, I think, over the past year, haven't you? We studied it a couple years ago as a team, so it's definitely, uh, for me, just in my journey, was a good place to start knowing uh, all that it encompasses, kind of the Old Testament, New Testament, Jesus' life, just everything was kind of a a good summary and definitely very eye-opening for me. And, you know, right now on my reading plan, just going through the Bible this whole year, trying to just stay on it daily. But definitely, uh, you know, with with the Book of Romans was the first book that I ever studied uh, with a group or even by myself. Mm. Uh, We ask people that we have on the program this question, so I'll throw this out to you. What does Jesus mean to you? now? Uh, I mean, I think uh, he means everything. I think that's an easy answer, but, you know, I think about it as it's pretty amazing that, you know, as the Bible says, he knew us before we were even born and, you know, however many thousands of years ago that was, and he's got this plan for us to to love us and protect us and eternally to be with him. So I think that's where I'm kind of right now in my journey is just seeing him as, you know, the creator and lover and forgiver um, and just thinking how awesome Mm. that is that, man, each and every person on this planet he's loved and forgiven and and had an amazing amazing plan for you know we think about Mm. our lives in terms of however many years you know i'm almost 30 and you know would like to live more but talking about thousands and thousands of years you know he's created that everything that's gone on so just to really take uh you know how powerful and how mighty um that is is pretty pretty impressive to say the least Paul Goldschmidt, uh, I know there you are in the dugout, but uh, I know you pray out loud. Do you mind just leading us in prayer and maybe even pray for some kids out there that want to be a professional baseball player like you did when you were young? And you mind just leading us all in prayer for, you know, especially Christians, too? We, we, we all have a tough time living for Jesus, yet he's there with us. You want to pray for us? Dear Lord, 
I thank you for this opportunity right now to even be speaking on on the program and and all the people who are listening. Just uh, want you to know they're they're in my prayers right now, Lord, and I hope you'll watch over them. Whatever they're going through in their lives, what they're struggling with, um, jobs, money, health, Lord, um, I want them to know that you're you're there with them and you're going to be with them um, for eternity. For all those people out there who who don't know you, Lord, or their faith is wavering, myself included, um, people listening right now, um, people not listening, I just pray that um, maybe you'll give them a little sign or you'll have somebody else just uh, really encourage them to know you, Lord. Um, There's a lot of people hurting on this planet. Lord, I just pray that you'll be with them and remember them always. And I just thank you for all you've done for us, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, very much for joining us here. Paul Goldschmidt, my brother in the Lord, thanks for joining us here on the program today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Great Stories with Charles Morris. And I also want to thank again Paul Goldie Goldschmidt for sharing with us how he lives out his faith in the limelight of Major League Baseball. I already said this. We did this interview five years ago. Paul was still with the Diamondbacks on the field of Dodger Stadium in L.A. It was a great memory for our producer's then eight-year-old son who tagged along and got to sit in the dugout for the interview. Paul was very kind towards little Jackson and took a lot of time chatting with him. Goldie is truly a class act. Now, if you want to hear more conversations like what you just heard, why don't you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts? And if you enjoyed this episode, why not put in a good word for us? Leave us a five-star review. You can also go to haventoday.org to sign up for our weekly email and get additional episodes posted on the blog. And as always, thank you for joining me once again on Great Stories with Charles Morris. Charles Morris.